With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gunshots, bitch. Can't believe that shit fucked up. And then there was bass. Good morning, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room once again. Nigga had technical difficulties earlier, dawg. That shit crazy as a motherfucker. Nigga got like two, three minutes into the episode, checked my camera and realized my audio was fucked all up. And y'all know, nigga, this is an audio platform, so I can't be having my shit fucked up like that, dawg. That shit is out. You know what's going on, my hog. I'ma check that shit out later, man. DM me, dog. But um, anyway, you know, everything gotta be right when I do this motherfucking show, dog. I can't have no hiccups like that. You know, that shit is unnecessary work. So, you know, a motherfucker had to, you know, go through, restart everything, you know, to make sure this shit was all right. Cause boy. I would not have been a happy camper if I had to go and sync my audio to the video and all the other goofy shit that you got to do when your audio fuck up on one of your platforms. You know, like, I've done tutorials about this shit on Instagram Live. I plan on doing a YouTube tutorial about my setup for the podcast and, you know, how to speed your workflow up, make everything work smoothly. You know, like... I follow a lot of podcasts. I'm cool with a lot of podcasters and everybody got their own little setup and the way that they do their shit, how they record their audio, how they record video if they do it. Some people live stream, other motherfuckers record their video and then upload it later. You know, like everybody got their own little thing. So I'm going to do a tutorial showing everybody mine. What's going on? So problematic podcast. But yeah, like, you know, like a, a part of... You know, setting up your podcast shit is your troubleshooting. You know, like me personally, I skipped a step, which is something that you should never do. Like I turned on my camera, turned on my lights. I did everything how I usually do it. And, you know, this is like the thing. This is something that, you know, I talk about with like my coworkers and anybody who does anything, whether it be a craft, a job, some art they create or anything of that nature. You know, one of the fucked up things about experience, you know, and having experience in something and, and feeling like, you know, what you're doing in certain things, you know, you go into fucking autopilot a lot of times, you know, like you, you, you go into a situation feeling like I've done this a thousand times. So you go through all your steps and you feel like I done that. It's just like sometimes when you leave out the bathroom and you just assume you flush the toilet. Or you leave your house for work and you just assume you lock the front door. You know, like it's good to approach everything like a student. Or it's good to approach everything the same way that a person with no experience approaches things. 
you know, like, and that was a mistake that I just made this morning. You know, like I said, I set up my Rodecaster, set up my laptop, set my phones up to go on Instagram Live, lights, camera, and all that shit. And as I was recording, I'm looking at my audio levels on my camera, and my shit is peaked out. Like, it's literally at maximum volume, even when I wasn't saying shit. You know, and shit like that, that's something that can't happen. Because I would have recorded a whole hour plus of audio and video and then realized that the video was fucked up, you know, and luckily just as a a form of accountability, like I keep my roadcaster recording audio independent of everything straight to a card. So I still would have had my audio, but I would have had to do some magic tricks to get that shit with the video and. I hate doing that shit, dog. I hate when I fuck my audio up and then have to splice it with the video because it never comes out as perfectly as I want it to. And I just hate that shit, dog. Like, it it takes me hours of extra work. And, you know, like, that shit ain't even fucking worth it, dude. Like, I, I pride myself on having a very um, precise and, you know, specific workflow. Like, I, I'm, I'm glad that... I could do my show, upload my show, and do all that shit. And by the time I go to work, all my shit be done. Like, it, it it's a, a, a machine that I just turn the key and it runs itself. And what's going on, muscle head, nigga, the, the goddamn head of household? What's going on, Bab? That motherfucker got a, a, a size 22 baseball cap on and shit. But anyway, you know, like, I, I checked my video and my shit wasn't right. So the, the, the way that I do all my shit is to make my workflow as simple as possible. Anybody who needs to, you know, get any help with their fucking podcast setup, DM me on Instagram and I'll help you out. You know, I'll be sending niggas videos and shit all the time on, you know, how to get their audio straight to the camera just to cut that step out of their fucking workflow. You know, what what mixer I use, what microphones I use, how I set my shit up, you know, lights and everything. Most of this shit can be ordered on Amazon, but, you know, anyway, that shit is completely besides what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. Today's episode, you know, for some motherfuckers, I'm planting the seed. For other motherfuckers, I'm watering the seed. You know, if you've been following me for like, you know, more than a year I've done an episode about this. It was called, um, it was episode 26 called Silver Lining, you know, and the premise to that episode was, um, I was on my way to a day party to do, uh, event, you know, it was like a day party where, um, they had like a, a media role and they had podcasts. Me and Chelsea from the Cat vs. Dog podcast was there, you know, shout out to them motherfuckers, like. You know, we we did a thing where we was on the media row, but on the way to the day party, I rolled past Skid Row. And I'm tripping off the motherfuckers on Skid Rows because, like, you know, when you think of Skid Row, you think of homelessness, you think of motherfuckers that's that's down on their luck and doing fucked up. And you would think, like, they'd be, like, the saddest, most, you know, depressed motherfuckers on the planet. And a lot of them motherfuckers looked happy, dog. You know, like they was chilling. You know, I saw niggas out there playing cars, shooting dice. They was big chilling. You know, the motherfuckers had tents set up, big comfortable ass couches. They was all chilling and laughing and talking, just having a fucking ball. And I'm like, God damn, nigga, like it's a trip that, to see people who are doing well in life. Like I know motherfuckers making, you know, six figures every year and they fucking depressed. They sad motherfucking people. 
Then I see these motherfuckers that's homeless ain't got nowhere to stay. Like they live in a fucking tent outside dealing with the weather, the elements and the judgment of society. And they chilling. I'm like, nigga, that's that's some hell of a fucking perspective, dog. Like money ain't everything. Like, you know, sometimes, you know, just having the right motherfuckers around you will have you happy as a person. You know, just having the, the small things that make you happier have you happy as a person. You know, so I, I fucked with that shit, you know, so basically like, you know, I said earlier and shit is fucked up that I'm like having to like retrace my steps because when my audio was fucked up, I started into my whole intro with this episode. So I'm like, damn, nigga, I don't even remember what I said and what I didn't say, you know, but basically like what what made me write this episode other than listening to that episode as I was setting up my studio. You know, because like I talk about as far as my my studio set up, how I set it up while I'm setting it up, you know, like I always like to have my little music going and shit. You know, like if y'all could see the screens behind me, like I got jazz going on. Like I was just listening to Grover Washington earlier and shit. Like I like listening to jazz, smooth music, you know, sometimes Smokey Robinson or the Isley Brothers or something while I'm setting up my shit. You know, but anyway, like as I was setting it up, I was listening to that episode because when I woke up this morning, I wrote the whole episode in bed. You know, like usually I'll be trying to do these motherfuckers on Sundays, but yesterday I literally didn't have shit I wanted to say. Like there was nothing that came across my mind. I was like, I'm going to do an episode. I wasn't even thinking about that shit, dog. Like I was trying to figure out some shit like I was looking on the timeline, didn't see nothing. You know, I went to the blogs like I usually do. I ain't seen nothing, nothing on the shade room, nothing on Baller Alert, nothing on World Star, or no shit like that. So I kind of was like, fuck it. I just went to sleep, you know, so I woke up in the morning and that shit just hit me like, damn, I know what I'm going to talk about. You know, like I had tweeted some shit like maybe Friday, you know, and, uh, I think the tweet went like, Make sure that the the bitter is worth the sweet or make sure the sweet is worth the bitter. It was some shit like that. I forgot, nigga. I, I just be like fake trying to tweet. So basically, like what, what the tweet was, um, I got a, I took a fucking pay cut at work. Um, You know, usually like I always talk about on here, I got a real fucked up work schedule. I miss out on a lot of shit because I got a real fucked up work schedule. I work around the fucking clock, literally. Monday through Monday, nigga, like I don't really have a schedule. I'm basically on call at work, you know. So in order for me to make the money that I'm used to making, I got to have this fucked up ass schedule. You know, like I have the potential to make a lot of money when I work the fucked up schedule. So um, I took a run at my job that's going to really cut my pay. Like I had to take that because, you know, I want to have free time. I want to have fucking stability. I want to be able to spend more time with my family, more time doing content, more time riding my motorcycle and shit. You know, like just in general, my nigga, like I just rather have more free fucking time to do the things that make me happy. So I took a fucking pay cut and basically in that pay cut, you know, it's like I had to bet on myself. But what made me uh, think about what the fuck brought me to what I'm going to talk about in today's episode was the concept of taking the bitter with the sweet. 
you know, like I'm bitter that my checks is going to be smaller. But what's sweet is I'm going to have more free time. I'm going to have more time to do content, you know, like tomorrow evening at 4.30 my time, 7.30 Pacific time. I'm doing IG live with the Barbie way, uh, court from the Barbie way podcast. Shout out to her. We're going to be talking about polygamy and shit. And then I got some other shit cracking that's going to be happening on Mondays with um, Trill Spill with Will and uh, the Raw Sex Podcast, you know, working title, working what we're going to be talking about. You know, y'all be on the lookout for that shit Mondays. You know, we're going to be going live and shit. It's going to be it's going to be some dope shit. So y'all be on the lookout for that shit. But um, anyway, you know, taking the bitter with the sweet. That's that's what I'm going to be talking about today. You know, like a lot of times, a lot of the things that you want out of life, you gonna have to go through some shit you don't want to go through to get some shit that you want in life. You know, like and that's just with anything. Nigga, if you if you want to get buff, you gonna have to work out. Working out sucks, but you gonna have to do that shit. You know, it's a lot of shit in life that you gonna have to take some cuts to go through. You know, I talk a lot on this motherfucking episode about motherfucking sacrifice. Like I said. For some people who are new to the show, you know, I'm I'm planting a seed. For motherfuckers who've been listening to this bitch from the beginning, I'm watering something that I've already planted. You know, I talk about sacrifice a lot. You know, I talk about learning from your L's a lot. You know, and that's what I'm going to talk about. You know, like, a lot of times in your life, shit is going to go foul. Shit not going to be what you want it to be. Like, I've turned this exact run down multiple times you know it's it's a lot of times that i've been offered certain shit that's like a pay cut and usually i'm like man get the fuck out my face you know and it's a lot of times based on where my where i'm at in life you know like where i'm at financially you know where i'm at as far as like my social life my family life my personal life and things of that nature you know and this time they just caught me like at the perfect time with this one them motherfuckers offered it to me and I was already, you know, complaining to myself about not having enough free time, not being able to do the shit that I want to do, you know, because like, honestly, nigga, I'm not one of them motherfuckers that's like big on what would you call it? Like just chilling, you know, like I'm, I, I never really been like a huge free time dude as much as I enjoy free time and I, I talk about chilling all the time and saying I want to chill. Like I, I just got this thing in me that just says, nigga, you, you need to be working harder. You need to be doing more. You need to be going harder. That's the reason that I had to do that fucking episode. Um, You know, when I talked about uh time management and shit, because nigga, I was working way the fuck too hard. So it's like I got to have a balance. You know, that's what this shit is about. This shit is about balance, dog. You know, you got to fucking relax sometimes. I understand that, you know, us as people, us as hustlers, entrepreneurs, grinders, and things of that nature, nigga, we always want to be going as hard as the fuck we can. Nigga, we be out this motherfucker grinding, grinding. And that shit is cool, but you got to have time for yourself. You got to have time to just chill, relax, watch TV, kick it with the motherfuckers that you love. And things of that nature, you know, so I was like, man, let me just go ahead and take this little easy run, you know, so I could have time to do those things because, you know, that shit will stress you the fuck out, dog. 
you know, like as a as a motherfucking human being, like I, I I wish I could remember where the fuck I saw this shit, but they was interviewing like older people, you know, like people who was on their deathbed, like people in the convalescent home that was in their eighties and nineties and shit, and they was asking them like, what would you, what advice would you give to younger people? And most of the advice that they was giving them was like, you know, a perspective on their time. You know, spend more time with your family. Spend more time doing the things that make you smile. You know, because when it's time for you to go and clock out, nigga, you ain't going to be able to turn around and get those moments back. Like, you ain't going to be able to go and, and see your kid's first steps again. So if you was too busy working to see your kid's first steps, you just missed that shit. If you was too busy to watch your kids graduate high school, you just missed that shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices. For the win! Earn fuel points on every purchase and save up to a dollar a gallon at the pump. The Kroger Plus card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Save more on natural and organic items. Just clip your digital coupons on our app and use them up to five times in one transaction with your card. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know, so like, that's a big thing as far as your fucking time, nigga. You can't be too busy making money that you miss out on the real things that happen in life, dog. Because money always going to be there. Money is always going to be something you could fucking replenish. You can't get your fucking time back. You know, but the thing is, nigga, like, you know, there's going to be some sacrifices in life you're going to have to fucking make. You know, because like I said, nigga, you know, when it comes to... This thing of life is it, you got to take the fucking bitter with the sweet. Everything that's sweet is going to come with some motherfucking bitterness. Everything that you want out of life is going to come with some shit that you don't want. You know, like me being able to get this free time, dog, it's going to cost me some money. And a lot of times I've talked about that shit in my way earlier episodes. Back when I was recording at Townhouse Media Studios. Nigga, that motherfucking studio where I was recording this bitch at is in Los Angeles, California, dog. That shit was like a 60-mile drive every Sunday to come record my motherfucking show. I did two fucking shows. I do this show, and I do Cat vs. Dog podcast with CJ, Chelsea Perry, the celebrity of Townhouse Media and shit. But, like, nigga, that shit was a fucking sacrifice just to do this shit. You know, and, and one of the things about, like, sacrifices and taking the bitter with the sweet... Is shit going foul and you having to take the positive out of some shit going foul. You know, like, of course, we have the element of having to sacrifice and do things to get something that you want. But there's also an element that I want to touch on that has to do with things that just go out. Like, it, it goes out of how you plan shit, but you got to be able to maneuver around a fucked up situation. 
You know, because like with me going to that motherfucking studio every Sunday having to drive to L.A. When the quarantine shit happened, when 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 COVID first hit, the the super producer being ready, that nigga thought he had that shit. That nigga thought he caught the COVID and shit, you know, so he shut the studio down for two weeks. And the thing was, nigga, like I had dropped like a couple of cool ass episodes in a row. Like I felt like I was on like a little hot streak. And I'm like, nigga. I don't want to fuck my streak up. Like, nigga, I've been, I've been having some cool ass shows, nigga. I don't want to not record. So the thing was when the nigga got, you know, got sick or whatever, I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm, I'm just going to start recording these bitches from the house and I'm going to figure it the fuck out. Nigga, if you listen to shit, probably like episode, like somewhere like in the thirties, like 28 to like 35. Like when being ready went on that quarantine, nigga, I just start doing too much game from the house. I was like, fuck it, nigga. I'm I'm gonna keep on doing these motherfuckers. Like, I'm not gonna let the studio going down stop me from recording. So, nigga, I recorded a good number of episodes on some fucking earbuds, nigga. Like I was just going on Facebook Live and I would have my fucking earbuds that I got in the truck stop as my microphone and I was recording the art the, the video. To Facebook Live, nigga, and I did like 20 or 30 episodes like that, nigga. No studio, no fucking equipment, none of that bullshit. Like, nigga, I was like, fucking nigga, I was on a shoestring budget. And like a big part of why I didn't have no equipment for a long time is because I had just bought my house. So I didn't really have no like disposable income to be trying to buy a real camera, a roadcaster, another laptop, and microphones and all that shit like nigga i didn't i didn't have a lot of money but nigga i still had games so it's like fucking nigga i'm still gonna do the motherfucking podcast nigga i don't give a fuck i'm gonna make this shit fucking work and i just was grinding that shit out until i got you know a little bit of bread here to you know give me a rollcaster you know give me microphones like nigga i bought a whole podcast set up front been ready that i ain't even know how to use yet nigga like I think the first episode I did with that shit, nigga, I had a microphone in my hand, dog, and the the audio didn't even record through the microphone. Like, I had to use the fucking, the audio from Facebook because I'm sitting here holding the mic the whole fucking hour-long episode. My nigga didn't record a stitch of shit because I ain't know how to use the motherfucking equipment. But, you know, like I said, nigga, I had to take the bitter with the sweet. It was bitter because it was some bullshit. You know, it was something that I I didn't really like. I didn't really fuck with the way that it went down. But at the same time, like, I still had to be on my grind. Like, I didn't want to miss all the motherfucking episodes because this happened and some other shit happened. You know, like, that's the fucking thing as far as life in general, balance in general. You know, taking the bitter with the sweet in any fucking situation, dog, like, you're not always going to win how you want to win, but a win is a fucking win. Like, you know, that's the thing when it comes to, you know, anything dog, like, you know, I'm watching the motherfucking finals right now. And it's, it's kind of underwhelming as far as the teams involved. Cause everybody wanted to see the Lakers versus the Nets. You know, everybody wanted to see LeBron go up against KD and all that good old shit. Even though I'll, I didn't want to see the Nets win shit because fuck KD. I don't like the nigga. I don't like how he went about his whole little shit. I don't like nothing about it. 
So I didn't want to see the Nets in the motherfucking finals. I honestly was kind of happy to see the finals go the way that it's going because I'm a parody dude. And as much as I say I like parody, I kind of was like, damn, the Bucks though? The Suns though? But fuck it, you know, it's going to be entertaining because no matter who wins, we getting a new champion. So I'm not really mad at it. I'd have rather seen LeBron get another ring because everybody who know me know that's my nigga. You know, I'm I'm what you niggas to call LeBron sexual, you know, all that shit. Oh, you guys, you fucking be dick riding LeBron. Nigga, everybody that's a basketball fan dick riding somebody. It's either LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe. You niggas who hate LeBron nine times out of ten is because you love Jordan or Kobe. And vice versa, versa, versa. It's them three niggas. That's like the holy trinity of basketball niggas that niggas be doing too much over. You either a fucking stand for LeBron, you either a fucking stand for Kobe, or you a fucking stand for Michael Jordan. It's one of the three. Nigga, you don't dislike one because, you know, you dislike all three. You love one, and that makes you dislike the other two. You know, so it is what it is, nigga. LeBron, my dude, so I want to see LeBron win all the goddamn championships. But anyway, you know, in life, nigga, you ain't going to get all the wins like you want to get them. You know, every win ain't going to be a 50-point blowout. You can't always win like Mike Tyson. Sometimes you're going to have to win like, you know, Pernell Whitaker. Or you're going to have to win like um, Bernard Hopkins. Like, you know, sometimes you're going to get them ugly wins. You ain't always going to get the win with your face pretty. Sometimes you're going to get a black eye in order for you to win. You know, sometimes you're going to win on a fucking buzzer beater. But you're just going to have to take your wins as wins, my nigga. Like, it's always just going to have to, you know, you're going to have to have that mindset like, nigga, at least I won. You know, and a lot of times... The wins that are hard fought always feel the best, my nigga. Like, you ain't going to make the highlight reel winning by 57. You know, when you watch ESPN, it's always that buzzer beater that get that that big-ass reaction, that get the fucking crowd storming the fucking floor. You know, it's always that win you didn't expect to get. It's always that win against a strong opponent where you got that, that, that good-ass feeling. You know, like I talked about that shit in the the episode Potential Energy. It was like 18 or 19 or some shit like that. You know, like it's always, it's, it, it always feel good to get that ugly win. You know, of course everybody want to win by 100 points and shit. Like we all want to get that Mike Tyson first round knockout and shit. You know, but nigga, like the ones you're going to be remembered for is going to be like the rumble in the jungle, nigga. The motherfucking... The thrill in Manila where it went all 12 rounds and both y'all niggas is throwing punches at the end and y'all ain't got no energy left. Like, nigga, nine times out of ten, dog, that's going to be life. You know, like I talked about yesterday, uh, well, last week in my episode, the Freedom Freestyle, nigga, like, when it comes to entrepreneurship, when it comes to betting on yourself, when it comes to, you know, you being on your own, dog, like, that's the harder path. And that's the reason that everybody gives entrepreneurs so much fucking credit because that's the hard route. My nigga, it ain't easy being a motherfucking entrepreneur. Nigga, you you working 24 hours. Nigga, you working around the clock. Nigga, you working from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. You know, just like with this motherfucking podcast shit that, that I be doing. Like y'all niggas, you know, who follow me on social media, y'all see nigga, I be going live all the time. I be doing everybody motherfucking show. I'm a hard working ass nigga, dog. 
you know, when I'm not doing this shit, I'm I'm working. I'm at work driving trucks. You know, I'm doing shit with my motherfucking family. Like, nigga, you know, it, it, it's a fucking grind, my nigga. You know, and any motherfucker that you look up to, dog, they had to take the hard route to get anything worth having is worth fucking working hard for, dog. You know, no matter how much... You know, you you look at some shit and it look fucking glamorous, nigga. It it took some some dirty fucking hands to get that shit. You know, and that's the reason that motherfuckers get so much credit. You know, just like when you look at a motherfucker at a job, you know, a lot of the motherfuckers that you see getting paid a lot of motherfucking money is doing a lot of shit you probably ain't doing. You know, I, I've said that shit a lot. You know, like. I don't never be jealous of another another nigga life because I don't know how many dicks he had to suck to get that shit. You know, a lot of times you see somebody with something you want and you realize they had to do something that you wasn't willing to do to get what they got. You know, it's it's a lot of shit that a lot of mother a lot of motherfuckers is going through that you wouldn't want to go through to get the shit that they got. A lot of niggas have to take a lot of L's to get the shit that they got. You know, like we look at Kobe Bryant and shit, you know, and how he became one of the greatest fucking basketball players. Nigga, you you never really seen that nigga on the basketball court smiling. Cause that motherfucker was out there working hard, nigga. It took a lot of fucking hard work for Kobe to be Kobe. It took a lot of hard work for Michael Jordan to be Michael Jordan. It took a, hard, a lot of hard fucking work for all these motherfuckers who are great to be great. Greatness ain't motherfucking easy, dog. Like, nigga, it takes a lot of bitterness to get to that sweet shit, my nigga. It takes a lot of fucking sacrifice to get to the shit that you want out of life, dog. You know, nobody makes it sound easy because it ain't. Nigga, easy shit ain't never even nothing to glorify, dog. You never really hear nobody successful say that they didn't do shit for it. You don't never hear a motherfucker like, oh, man, nigga, you know, I just woke up one day, made $5 million. Nigga, it was an accident. Nigga, I just tripped, fell into a million fucking dollars. No, my nigga. Like, there'll never be a, a, a fucking documentary glorifying a motherfucker who got a winning lottery ticket. Like it's always the motherfuckers who built their wealth who who get the glory. It's always the motherfuckers who we know went through some shit who get the fucking glory. You know, so like as human beings, as people, you know, like personally, like nigga, when when we thinking about the L's that we take in life, you know, like you got to kind of look at the silver lining around that shit. You know, don't get too down on yourself when something go wrong. You know, because like a lot of times, nigga, a lot of the greatest things that happen to you come from something not going your way. You know, they come from something going fucked up. Like, just think about Beyonce, my nigga. You know, and shout out to Destiny's Child, Latavia, Latavia, Kelly, and all the other motherfuckers who had to get cut from, from the varsity team of Destiny's Child. If she was still with Destiny's Child, my nigga, she might not be the Beyonce that she is, my nigga. Like, shit go fucked up. And something great happens from it, my nigga. You know, like, you got to look at what goes fucked up in your life and just think about how you can grow from that shit. You know, how you can learn from that shit, my nigga. How you can get better from that shit, my nigga. You know, like, everybody know, like, it takes discomfort a lot of times for growth to happen. 
Like, just think about, like, as young adults, like, when you 18, 19 years old and your parents is talking shit and you got a motherfucking curfew and you and your head talking my motherfucker, I'm grown. And they like, nigga, you ain't grown till you get the fuck out of my house. You know, like, you got to get discomfort in order to grow. You know, it's just like with animals and they, they molt they little skin and shit. Like, once that skin ain't big enough for you no more, nigga, you got to grow. That shit is uncomfortable, but you got to go through that shit. You know, it takes a lot of bad shit to happen sometimes for some good shit to happen. You know, like, that's what got me to fuck up out the house, nigga. Once my mom start being on some bullshit, you know, charging me high-ass rent and talking shit and, you know, nigga, your music too loud and your car and all this shit. Like, same thing with my dad. Like, nigga, I had to get up out that nigga shit. Same way, nigga. We start bumping heads about every motherfucking thing. That's like, all right, I got to get the fuck up out of here, my nigga. But it's like, imagine if they made it a comfortable fucking environment for me. I might still be living with they motherfucking ass. You know, like, it, it takes discomfort a lot of times for you to grow. It takes a fucked up situation happening for you to get the fuck up out some shit. Just like relationships, you know, like male and female relationships, my nigga. You know, some motherfuckers know the person that they dealing with is fucking toxic. You know, some motherfuckers know the person that they dealing with ain't making them motherfucking happy. You know, sometimes it takes a, a fucked up thing for, for you to finally be like, nigga, let me get the fuck up out this bitch and actually grow. You know, sometimes it's a blessing for you to get motherfucking cheated on. Nigga, sometimes it's it's a blessing for y'all to get in that big argument and that motherfucker say the shit that you've been waiting for them to say for you to finally get the fuck up out of there, nigga. Like, nigga, sometimes you really be just waiting for that motherfucker to finally do that bullshit to be like, you know what, bitch? I'm really out of here this time. Now that you said what you said about my mama or, you know, you didn't finally really, really talk that real bullshit about me. I got to get the fuck up out of here. You know, it takes discomfort for you to grow and learn, dog. You know, and you learn a lot more from losing than winning. You know, like when it comes to sports and shit, you know, like a pimp told me a long time ago, you know, the, the, the best thing. That could happen to a pimp is losing his first prostitute because you learn that you can go through that shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, and like with sports, nigga, like, what was that? I think Mayweather lost in the Golden Gloves Olympics or some shit like that. Like, that was like the last time that nigga lost because I felt like that nigga felt how bad it felt to lose and was like, nigga, that shit will never happen to me again. And his ass ain't lost since. 
And y'all know I don't like Floyd Mayweather, but I tell y'all niggas all the time. I use that nigga as a fucking analogy a lot. You know, like figures that we can all relate to, that we all know, understand, and see a lot. I always take lessons from certain motherfuckers. So whether I fuck with them or not is fucking irrelevant, nigga. What's happening can always be used as a lesson. So as far as like with Floyd Mayweather, nigga, after that nigga lost in the Olympics, that nigga was like, fuck that shit. You know, like that shit is a fucking lesson. And that's just life, dog. You know, like with humans, human fucking nature is we always remember bad shit way more than we remember good shit. Like you can remember, you know, your worst ass whooping, but you can't remember your best day at the swimming pool. You can always remember every scar you got on your body that's permanent, but you can't remember like the funnest day you had riding your bicycle. But you can remember falling off that motherfucker and breaking your fucking ankle. Nigga, you can remember falling off a skateboard and busting your motherfucking lip. You can remember when, you know, a a motherfucker, you know, pushed you down off the swing, you know, and and scraped your fucking knee up real bad. A lot of that shit you remember. You can't always remember the good, great, fun shit. But a lot of times you learn lessons from all those bad things. Like every scar you got on your body came with a lesson. You know, every loss that you take in life comes with a fucking lesson, you know, and this is something that I always try to keep in mind when things don't go my way. What's the lesson in this shit? What the fuck, you know, is God trying to teach me right now? And, you know, like new listeners, y'all niggas, you know, I'm not a religious motherfucker, but y'all gonna hear me quote the Bible and reference God a lot because I know it's relatable. Not a religious nigga. But at one point I was. So, you know, I I believe a lot of what I've read in the Bible and things of that nature. I don't, you know, subscribe to that shit. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of good lessons in that motherfucker. So I use them shits. But, you know, as far as like when something going fucked up in my life, I always ask what the fuck I'm supposed to be learning from that shit. Because I understand that we always learn more when shit go fucked up. You know, so I always appreciate when shit don't go my way. You know, of course, we would always want everything to go our way. Yeah, nigga, we want to win every game of Madden we play. We want to win every game of Call of Duty, 2K. You know, whenever we gamble, we want to win every fucking lottery ticket. We want to win off that motherfucker. Like, yes, of course, we always want to win at everything we do. But we got to appreciate those losses. You know, a lot of those losses... Is what made us who we are. A lot of the things that didn't go right in our life is what made us who we are. You know, especially like us in the black community, like y'all niggas know, we love to glorify our motherfucking poverty. Every time you talk about how poor you was growing up, it's a nigga bragging about being more poor than you was. You could be like, man, I remember having to eat top ramen every day. And then the nigga come, oh, nigga, I remember. I had to eat a hot dog every day. Nigga, I used to have to have a, a hot dog. That was my only meal. And you niggas getting the motherfucking poverty contest and shit. Nobody want to be poor today. But of course, you niggas going to brag about being poor back in the day. Because the thing is, it's, it's glory in being a survivor. You know, it's always sexy to say that, that you came from nothing. You know, you survive fucked up circumstances. 
So this is life in general, my nigga. Like when you going through a fucked up circumstance in the present, you got to be able to look at it the same way your ass sat up there and brag to niggas about eating motherfucking dirt sandwiches every day. You know, because niggas love that shit. You know, because like I tell motherfuckers, nigga, I was homeless in high school, dog. I was living in a car with my mom, my sister, and my brothers and shit. Like, I've been poor as a motherfucker. And I tell motherfuckers, it ain't nothing to brag about. That's just what my life was. You know, a lot of what I know now and a lot of, like, the perspective that I have and the reason that I'm so easy, you know, like, it's so easy for me to be grateful even when shit is going fucked up because it's been worse. Like, nigga, I tell my wife that shit a lot. Like, whenever shit is going real bad and I'm, like, chilling... It's because I've been through so much worse. Like, you know, I, I live in a house. Like, I'm I'm a fucking homeowner. So when shit is going fucked up, it's like, nigga, I'm, I'm cool. Because it's been way worse. Like, I've been through way worse shit than what I'm going through. So I could still stay even killed. I could still have a fucking smile on my face. Even though life kicking me in my ass because I've been kicked harder. You know, it's just like boxing, nigga. If, if you've been down before, if you've been knocked the fuck out before, nigga, the punches hurt less. And this is the perspective that a motherfucker got in life in general, dog. Like, nigga, all you niggas who be bragging about all that motherfucking poverty. Oh, man, I used to eat syrup sandwich. I used to eat honey sandwiches. I used to eat mustard sandwiches. Like, nigga, I remember eating fucking like shrimp cocktails, my nigga, when I was little. And this was like in the 80s, like before shrimp was like the sexy shit to eat. Like, nigga, these shrimp cocktails, and they wasn't literally nothing but shrimp in ketchup. That's what it was, nigga. It was a little jar of ketchup with fucking shrimp in it. Nigga, I can't eat shrimp to this fucking day because of that shit. Like, I don't even like seafood because of that shit. Like, nigga, I used to eat catfish. Like, it's a lot of shit I used to eat all the time. But it was because we had access to it. Like, nigga, we didn't really have a lot of money. So it was certain shit that I, I ate all the fucking time. Nigga, I don't even fuck with, like, fried chicken like that no more. Because when I was little, I used to eat that shit all the time. Like, it's a lot of shit that, like, I got bad memories of being poor. That certain shit I just will not fucking partake in because I got, like, PTSD attached to that shit. But again, my nigga... Like, this is how I feel about losses. This is how I feel about mistakes. This is how I feel about anything that go fucked up in my life. Like I told y'all, nigga, I literally started this motherfucking episode and had to delete the first, like, three or four minutes and restart the whole motherfucking episode because of a fucking mistake I made, dog. You know, but again, nigga, we, we learn in failure. We learn when shit go fucked up. We learn when things don't go our way. Nigga, we learn even in circumstances beyond our control. But the thing is, we have to learn. When shit go fucked up, my nigga, like, you got to look for the fucking lesson, nigga. You got to keep that shit in mind and make sure that shit don't happen again. You know, because it's just like with anything, dog. Like, everybody bumped their head once. But only a stupid motherfucker going to bump their head Twice on the same shit. You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You know, like, it's... 
it, it, it ain't really nothing to fuck up one time. Something go fucked up. Hey man, it, it went fucked up. That was a circumstance beyond your control. You know, like something that I say to people, like when it comes to like relationships and shit like this. You know, because like women like to say, like, oh, the nigga cheated on me. He got me out here looking stupid. Oh, you know, you did this. You said this to me. You got me out here looking stupid. Nobody can make you look stupid. Only you can make you look stupid. You have no control over what happens to you in life, dog. Like you have nothing. You have no control over getting cheated on. You got no control over a motherfucker calling you a bitch or hitting you or, you know, doing anything abusive to you. You have no control over that, dog. Like the the only thing you have control over is your fucking reaction. Nobody can make you look stupid, my nigga. Only you can make yourself look stupid with your reaction to any situation. Your reaction is stupid. They didn't make you look stupid. You know, like that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You know, life ain't about what happens to you. Because 90% of the time in life, you can't control what happened. Nigga, you can't control a lot of the circumstances that come in front of you. Even mistakes sometimes. You can do everything that you felt was the right thing and something will still go fucked up. Nigga, you can shoot 10,000 jump shots in the gym and then the game coming, you still miss the motherfucker. Or you go against a defender that just was way faster, stronger, taller, and jump higher than you and that nigga made you miss your shot. That shit is a circumstance beyond your fucking control. But what you can control is your fucking reaction. Nigga, you can't allow that nigga to block the, the, the shot again, the same shot again. Why would you take the same shot again? You know, like with, with motherfuckers in relationships. Nigga, if you get cheated on, nigga, you ain't stupid until your reaction. You know, and I'm not even saying that staying with a motherfucker to cheat on you is a stupid reaction because it's not. You know, a lot of your grandparents was getting cheated on and they stayed. That don't make them stupid. You know, that's just a choice that they made. You know, a lot of times your fucking reaction as far as like being stupid is listening to everybody else on the outside telling you what to do with your shit. And it's apple cider, my nigga. But yeah, like nigga, you know, only you can make you look stupid. That shit is all on you. Your reaction is what make you a stupid motherfucker. Not what happens. Nigga, you can get beat up. Nigga, you ain't stupid till your reaction. Whether that be to go get beat up again or go get a gun and shoot the motherfucker and end up in prison. You a stupid motherfucker now. But getting beat up, nigga, that was a circumstance beyond your control. Unless you set yourself up to get beat up, then you're stupid. But again... Like, it's accountability when it comes to looking stupid. It ain't always about what happened to you. It ain't always about how a motherfucker treats you, how a motherfucker talk to you, what a motherfucker does to you, or none of that shit. It's always reaction. It's always your role. Nobody can do that to you. Nobody can make you look dumb. You know, like. I don't even believe in that shit. Oh, you got me out here looking stupid. <laughs> no, you got you out here looking stupid. I could be doing whatever the fuck I want to do. That ain't got shit to do with you. Because if somebody do something to you and you react accordingly, you react the right way, you don't look stupid no more. You know, like, let's just say, like, you get fucking cheated on. 
If you say, hey, man, we're in an open relationship anyway. You don't look stupid. You look like a motherfucking open relationship. You know, if you say, I would never take back a cheater and you get cheated on and you leave, you don't look stupid. You look like a motherfucker who who did what you said you was going to do. You know, like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, when it comes to anything that happened to you, even if you get your ass whooped in a fight, nigga, if you go to the gym, work out, turn around, beat that motherfucker ass, you don't look stupid. Or... Shit, nigga, if you say, hey, nigga, the nigga was bigger than me, taller than me, stronger and faster than me, he whooped my ass. It is what it is. You know, like, that's the thing. It ain't always bad to take losses. You know, like, you can still lose with your head up, nigga. You could, nigga, I, I done seen niggas like, nigga, you get respect for just fighting. Man, that nigga beat your ass. Hey, shit, I fought. I didn't go out like no bitch. I ain't run. I fought. I fought and I lost. Nigga, hey, at least the nigga fought. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Nigga, you didn't look stupid, my nigga. You look like a nigga that lost a fight. You know, and that's, like, the thing with life. Like, that's the thing with, like, this social media culture and this highlight real society that we in with fucking social media. Niggas always broadcast they wins, but don't ever broadcast they losses. You know, and that's just us as people. Niggas be screaming out their motherfucking accomplishments. And whispering they motherfucking losses. Like, we don't win all the motherfucking time. Nigga, everything ain't always a win. And what's going on, Shan? She gets it podcast. Nigga, she always get air horns. That's the homegirl. But, like, nigga, everything ain't always winning, my nigga. And you don't always look stupid when you losing. Everybody loses, dog. You know, like, what Floyd Mayweather fucking record is like 55 and no. That nigga lost before. You know, like like how I was talking about early with us, you know, LeBron, Kobe, and, and Michael Jordan fans. Everybody be talking about, oh, Michael Jordan, he's 6-0 in the finals. You can't argue with 6-0 in the finals. What about his first round playoff record? Losing. What about his record without fucking Scottie Pippen? Losing. Nigga, Michael Jordan ain't no motherfucking undefeated in a goddamn thing. Yeah, you 6-0 in the finals and what's a game seven and all that bullshit. That Michael Jordan fans be talking about. But Michael Jordan, that nigga done fucked up a lot in his life, my nigga. That nigga done took some fucking losses. That nigga done played for some fucking losing teams. That nigga done missed game winning shots. Because, you know, niggas love to be, oh, man, you know, uh, LeBron, he not clutch. He don't got that clutch gene. Like Michael Jordan. Well, when you look at the numbers, nigga, LeBron James is more clutch than Jordan and Kobe. You know, and I'm not even finna do this shit like on no sports shit. This shit is just a fucking analogy, dog. Like Michael Jordan got commercials with a whole fucking reel of him missing game winning shots and free throws and shit like that. You know, and the lesson in that commercial that Michael Jordan was shooting was we all fuck up. Yes, me, Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player. I miss shots, too. Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, it ain't it ain't about making all your fucking shots. You know, because I don't know if it was Michael Jordan who, you know, who originally said this shit. But I know Michael Jordan said this shit. But it was like, it's not how many times you fall, but how many times you get up. But the thing is, your ass is going to fall, my nigga. You know, it, it ain't about fucking falling 10 times. It's about getting up 11 times, my nigga. 
Like every time you go down Nigga you gotta get up But you going down And that's just fucking life my nigga It ain't always gonna happen like you want to Nigga but as long as it happened That's all that fucking matter dog Everybody can't be Michael Jordan But everybody can win You know everybody can't be Mike fucking Tyson But everybody can fucking win dog You know like a C is still a fucking passing grade All that matters is that you fucking pass my nigga Like everybody ain't gonna get a fucking A plus But you can't be down on yourself Cause you didn't get a fucking A plus Nigga the only thing that matters is that you fucking You passed the goddamn class my nigga You know like that's the fucking thing dog Nigga, your ass just got to keep on motherfucking firing. Like, that's the only thing that fucking matters. Nigga, just keep on motherfucking shooting till that bitch go in. Because eventually it's going to go in. But you can't be a bitch and quit just because you missed the first fucking shot. You know, because like I said, nigga, that's when you look stupid. That's when you look like a bitch. You don't look like a bitch for losing a fight. You look like a bitch for not fighting. You look like a bitch for running away. Nigga, you 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 don't you're not a fucking failure until you quit. You know, cause that's the thing. Like, people think that that failure is the opposite of victory. Failure is not the opposite of victory, my nigga. Quitting is the opposite of victory. Because you could fail a million fucking times and then you could succeed. Or no. Is failure the opposite of success? I apologize. I misspoke. Nigga, they think that failure is the opposite of fucking success. It ain't. Because, nigga, you can, you can fail a thousand times and still succeed on the back end, dog. Like, you can always succeed. But you ain't a fucking failure until you stop, until you cease to try. Once you stop trying, that's when you a fucking failure. Because now, like, you done closed the book. You closed the book on failure. You closed the book as a fucking loser, my nigga. You don't never do that shit, dog. Especially if it's something that you feel like you should, could, or really want to fucking win at, my nigga. Like, that's the fucking thing. Like, you you gonna have to fail your way to success. Like, what you say, Shan? People keep fucking up today due to avoiding losses. Ain't no lessons in not doing shit wrong sometimes. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. You know, like my nigga Mr. Mosley said, dog, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Nigga, you just got to keep on fucking firing, dog. You don't make every fucking shot, but you just got to keep fucking shooting because eventually them shit's going to start going in. Nigga, once you quit, that's when you suck. That's when you look stupid. That's when you look like a little bitch. Niggas don't call you a bitch for getting beat up. Niggas call you a bitch for running from fights. You know, and that's what any fucking thing. Anything you quit, you suck at. Anything you quit, nigga, that's that's where you fucked up at. You know, like you're going to have to go through some bullshit to get anything that you want out of life, dog. You know, that's just the real shit in anything, in any parts of life, nigga. It's going to be some shit that you ain't going to want to go through that it's going to take for you to get what you want, dog. You know, like, nigga, just like, you know, y'all see I be drinking on my motherfucking show all the time, whether it be today, apple cider, or other days, I be drinking fucking champagne. We all enjoy liquor, us as adults and grown-ups and shit, nigga. We all drink. That shit don't taste great, but we like how that shit makes us feel. But you got to go through that bitter ass taste if you want that feeling that you get at the end of drinking that shit. Especially you niggas that drink Hennessy, nigga that fucking mud water, nigga that booty juice, nigga that fucking black Air Force One in a bottle and shit. 
Like nigga that shit is gross That shit is horrible But it makes niggas feel good So you drink it Nigga that's life Nigga it's a lot of shit That we don't wanna do We all love money But you gotta take your ass To work to get it Nigga I hate going to work I can't stand that shit I'd much rather just wake up You know Hit the clock Get my dick sucked And fall back to sleep Like Nigga it's a lot of shit I'd rather be doing than working But I want money So I gotta sacrifice that time I gotta sacrifice a lot of the shit That I wanna do In order to get something That I want Way more That's life dog Life take fucking sacrifice my nigga That's what life is all about my nigga That's the balance nigga That's the yin and yang of life You know and honestly dog Like that's like the the beauty of life in some On some real shit Like when you really want to crack it down To the you know perspective Beauty is the balance Of life my nigga, like, just think about it, dog. Would, would, would life really be cool if you was a silver spooner and everything that happened in your life worked out well? Like, nigga, I was just watching One Punch Man yesterday. You know, like, I like that shit. Like, the anime One Punch Man, that shit dope as fuck. Like, I was watching that shit yesterday. And he was, um, you know, like, if y'all know anything about One Punch Man, uh, Saitama, the main character in One Punch Man, is like Superman. Like he like the strongest, fastest motherfucker. Like he can beat anybody in one fucking punch. And the nigga was like going through a depression because he like, damn, like life is fucking boring. Like I don't have no real fights. I, I win every fight in one fucking punch. And it's like, nigga, in life, that shit would be whack. Like if everything in your life went perfect, every time you shot a jump shot, it went in. Every fucking game of basketball you play, you won. You had millions of dollars. Every girl you met liked you. That should have get boring, my nigga. Like, winning all the time is boring. Like, that's the reason nobody want to play no video games on easy or rookie mode or no shit like that. Because anything that's too easy, it, it ain't even fucking fun no more, dog. You know, so like you got to embrace those losses that you take, my nigga, because that's the beauty of life is balance. You know, like the wins wouldn't feel so good without those losses. Like it always every fucking piece of food you taste tastes better compared to some shit that you tasted that wasn't that good. Every win that you take feel better because you've lost before. The reason I feel like black people are so good at having fun all the time is because we know what it's like to struggle. We know what it's like to be poor. That's the reason we wear so much jewelry. That's the reason we drive flashy cars and, you know, like big rings and watches and chains and shit like that. Because we know what it's like to struggle. We know what it's like not to have shit. So, nigga, when we get something, we're going to enjoy the fuck out that shit. Because we know what it's like to not have shit. We know what it's like to be fucked up. You know, it's like, nigga, when you've been starving, all your food tastes better. When you've been broke, every every piece of money you get, you appreciate that shit more, dog. You know, so like you always got to embrace your L's, my nigga, because they make your wins that much sweeter. Like I said, my nigga, like I done been through some bullshit in my life. So that's why I appreciate doing well. 
Like nigga I'm telling you dog Like when my family not home Nigga sometimes I just literally Go sit on the steps in my house And just be fucking grateful my nigga Cause I ain't never lived in a house with stairs before Now I own a house with stairs You know like I ain't never had my own room before Like nigga now You know I got a room That I sleep in my wife Sleep with my wife And then I got the boom boom room I got two bedrooms to myself Like I ain't never had this shit before Like nigga it's crazy Like my kids got their own bedrooms They got a big ass front yard They got a backyard They live in a safe fucking neighborhood Like I remember nigga when I was younger Like I lived in a house You know we lived in a blood neighborhood in Compton We lived in a Mob Pyru neighborhood Nigga we couldn't even play in the front yard My nigga Like nigga my kids nigga I got them these little fucking watches That's like uh, Like GPS monitors or whatever Nigga, long as my kids put their watch on, my nigga, they just go out there and have fun. I could, you know, watch them on my motherfucking phone and shit, see where they at. Like, nigga, my kids don't have to worry about the same shit I had to worry about as as a little kid. Like, my motherfucking kids, I just took their ass to the trampoline park yesterday. Wasn't nobody birthday. We just went because Brownie wanted to go. Like, nigga, I couldn't imagine no shit like that growing up, my nigga. Like, we can just go and do fun shit. Just cause my nigga like it, That shit had to be like a special fucking occasion Or some shit when I was younger my nigga Like we ain't have money like that Like that shit is dope as a motherfucker To be able to you know do shit like that For my kids But it feel way better because I know what it's like To not have that shit Like I understand what it's like To not be able to do fly shit Like that Like I know what it's like to ask my parents for money And them motherfuckers to genuinely be like Nigga I ain't got it like that shit is a you know that shit is a thing my nigga like in life like having that perspective and understanding what it's like to take L's because no matter how great your life is it's gonna be L's my nigga like every day not gonna be beautiful everything you do is not gonna be successful my nigga every game is not a win you don't always succeed but that shit makes success feel that much better when you have failed so when you fail my nigga like Don't get too down on yourself, my nigga, because that's the beauty of life. You know, failure is a beautiful fucking thing, my nigga. You know, things not going right in your life, nigga, that shit is a beautiful thing. But it's all based on your reaction to it. Like, nigga, you can you could take a bump on your motherfucking head and you can keep going or you can take a bump on your head and quit. But the thing is, my nigga, the one who take that bump on their head and quit is the bitch. You know, like I said, nobody can make your ass look stupid. When you react, that's what makes you look stupid. Your reaction to anything is how you judged in life. You know, like that episode, Potential Energy, that's what that whole fucking episode was about. It ain't about what happened to you. It's about how you fucking react. That's why it's called fucking Potential Energy, because you got the potential to rise or you got the potential to break. But it's all on you That's the fucking thing about life dog You know nigga You you gonna take losses in everything you do Anything on the way to success It's gonna take some fucking sacrifice You know anything that's sweet Gonna come with something bitter attached to it You know so you just always gotta keep that shit in mind Through all your fucking moves through life Everything that you do in life Everything that you go through in life 
you know, just keep potential energy in mind, my nigga. Is this shit going to break me or is this shit going to make me stronger? You know, that's that's what you always got to think about in everything, dog. You know, just like when I started this motherfucking episode, it was like, damn, I got to restart this whole shit. You know, and I could have just said, you know what, fuck it. I just ain't going to do an episode today. I done fucked up. My camera ain't working. But no, like, nigga, I, I had something I felt like was important for me to fucking say. So I had to do that shit, my nigga. I had to fucking set everything up, go back, delete every motherfucking thing. I had to go through all type of stupid ass bullshit just to redo this motherfucker. But it's worth it, my nigga. You know, and that's the thing, dog. Like I said in that fucking tweet, my nigga, make sure the sweet is worth the bitter. You know, because it's like, damn, they got to did a whole fucking hour and I ain't even like get to that dynamic. You know, because like a lot of times you might go through some shit and it might not be worth continuing. You know, some shit is just so fucking stupid. It ain't even worth you fucking going through. Just like how I said about fucking relationships, dog. You know, sometimes a motherfucker will do some shit stupid enough for you to finally be able to leave them like you should lead a motherfucking ass. Because that be the thing. Some motherfuckers be trying so hard to be a ride or die or... You know, they, they trying to be, you know, loyal and all that, you know. But at the same time, nigga, sometimes some motherfuckers ain't worth loyalty. Some motherfuckers don't deserve your fucking loyalty, nigga. Some motherfuckers take you for fucking granny. So you got to cut and run on they bitch ass. You know, but the thing is, like, nigga, it's up to us to decide that shit, dog. You know, and a lot of times, us as people, we know whether or not some shit is worth it. We understand whether or not some shit is worth the sacrifice or worth what the fuck we going through, you know, but that shit all goes up to your personal interpretation, my nigga, like that shit all goes up to, you know, you really sitting there reflecting on what the fuck is important to you in life. You know, when I be doing episodes about that shit all the time, dog, like, you know, like you really got to sit down and assess what you really value in life. What you willing to go through for shit Like I did an episode called Name Your Price And I talked about that shit My nigga you know sometimes it might not be Worth everything that you going through for certain shit So some shit you might have to Walk away from but again my nigga That shit is all up to you You know you a grown motherfucking Adult you know so a lot of These decisions you gonna have to make for yourself But um I'm gonna drop the mic on that shit this has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, live from the Boom Boom Room once again. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media, town, eat, house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts, sports for you podcast, Tuesdays, live at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, live on, Inst- I mean, uh, live on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, also Wednesdays Also live at 6pm Pacific time The No Rules Podcast YouTube and Facebook as well Sundays The Cat vs. Dog Podcast With myself Uncle Dolomite And my co-host Chelsea Perry The Celebrity of Townhouse Media 3pm Pacific time Live at 5 Houston time Um, You know if you here You already know Nigga now I guess this shit gonna be like a Monday morning show, my nigga. Like I said, nigga, I usually be times be all fucked up. But the way my new schedule working out at work, I think I'm be doing these bitches on Sundays. So, I mean, uh, Monday morning, my bad. Monday mornings live on Instagram. 
You know, then it'll be on YouTube and all the streaming platforms after. But nigga, live on Instagram at Uncle Dolomite or at Too Much Game Podcast. I'm gonna be doing this motherfucker, dog. Like I'm, I'm kind of making it official right now. But um, if you would like to support me financially, my nigga, I'm a broke ass nigga, dog. You know, cash at me, Uncle Dolomite and shit. But um, I think that's it. Follow me on YouTube. You know, Too Much Game Podcast. Just Google me, nigga. I'm everywhere. But um, I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.